You're listening to the Bug Bucks Podcast, hosted by Alan Draper and Eric Bassett. Each week, they'll discuss ways to scale and grow your pest control company with a goal of helping you become a bug money millionaire. Our goal for this podcast is to provide a quality resource for information and add value to the pest control industry. Today, I am doing a recap episode that's going to highlight previous topics from the last few episodes. Before I dive in, though, I want to remind you to join the Bug Bucks Facebook group. That's B-U-G space B-U-X. Hello, and welcome to the Bug Bucks podcast. I am Eric Bassett, your host for today's episode. I am flying solo today while Alan is traveling. I hope everybody had a wonderful Thanksgiving with their family and friends. I just want to take a quick minute and thank you all for listening each week. Hosting this podcast with Alan is something I really enjoy, and having the support of our listeners makes this podcast worth it. Our goal for this podcast is to provide a quality resource for information and add value to the pest control industry. Today, I am doing a recap episode that's going to highlight previous topics from the last few episodes. Before I dive in, though, I want to remind you to join the Bug Bucks Facebook group. That's B-U-G space B-U-X, if you haven't already. We have over 3,000 members, and we are growing. Each week, that group has posts designed to help both beginner and experienced PCOs. So if you enjoy the information shared in this podcast, that Facebook group is definitely for you. All right, let's get started. Now, I'm going to keep this pretty concise and compact as I go through these episodes and actually unpack a few different things. If you find yourself interested in knowing more about some of the details in this recap episode, make sure you go back and listen to the full episodes as they are filled with details and content regarding all this stuff that I'm going to talk about. So a few weeks ago, Alan and I dropped an episode titled, Protect Your Profit Margins by Planning Ahead. In this episode, we discuss the importance of understanding your company's financial statements and how inflation is impacting your pest control company. One of those statements we discussed is a P&L, or Profit and Loss Statement. Think of a P&L as like a high-level income and expense report for your entire company. Knowing how to read and understand it is going to help you identify what areas in your business could be financial liabilities and where you should focus your efforts on streamlining or creating a more efficient operation. Now, I know that diving into a P&L isn't the most exciting prospect, uh, especially if you aren't traditionally a finance or numbers person. I'm also not saying that you need to be the only person responsible for interpreting your P&L. But I will say that knowing the terms and being able to understand key components in your P&L will at least make you a more informed PCO, if not allow you to manage and grow your PCC more effectively. So if you're new to the P&L statement, here are some steps that could help. Step one, become familiar with the terms and the categories. Step two, become familiar with the money coming in and going out and whether or not those amounts match your expectations when it comes to how efficient 
your company operates and how profitable you want it to be, and also how your expenses affect that profitability. Step three is tracking these numbers over time so you can actually understand how your company is either improving or declining, and more importantly, why. When you understand the why behind the what, you can start creating goals for your employees and managers that actually line up with the goals you have for your P&L. The next thing we discussed was avoiding running your business by only focusing on top-line revenue and bank balances. So when we say top-line revenue, we're referring to the total revenue a company brings in that's shown at the top of a P&L, hence the name. So when someone says they own or run a $5 million PCC, that's their top-line revenue number. It sounds great, but it doesn't paint the whole picture. In fact, in a lot of cases, it can be very misleading when it comes to the overall health of your pest control company. At the end of the day, the profitability of a company can differ widely between three, four, or a $5 million company. It's not about how much revenue you bring in. It's about how much of that revenue translates into profits that can be invested in growth, development, sustainability, and the quality of life for employees and owners. The next misleading number is the money in the bank account. Especially when you build a company from the ground up, having a number in the bank account feels good, but similar to the revenue number, it just doesn't paint the whole picture. So aside from whether or not you should use that money to invest in growth, knowing how your company got that money and knowing how to improve the why behind the what is much more important than the actual dollar amount. The next thing was how to build a strategic plan to protect your margins. So pest control companies are in a never-ending battle against inflation, where all your costs for products, labor, vehicles, office space, and everything else required for you to operate are always going to increase. We're also battling customer attrition. Even if everyone in your market absolutely loves you and your company, people still move, die, lose their job, etc. And since we aren't perfect and Mother Nature isn't easy to control, we'll also always battle with customer satisfaction in one way or another. So either way, you've got inflation on one hand and customer attrition on the other. Your best bet for coming out on top in that battle are three things. First, focus on service quality, which will drive customer satisfaction and reduce attrition. Second, regularly increase both the prices for existing customers and new customers so you can maintain healthy margins. Lastly, find effective and efficient ways to grow your customer base so you can benefit from the volume or quantity of profits, not just the margins. Overall, this was a killer episode that highlights the importance of your P&L and why it's important to have strategies that protect your margins. On November 10th, we had Matt Rogers with Lizard SEM join us. And Matt talked about different ways to optimize your website with SEO or search engine optimization. And in this episode, we actually discussed 
two commonly used marketing terms, search engine optimization and search engine management, and what they mean to pest control companies. Matt identified search engine management, or SEM, as an umbrella term that includes search engine optimization, or SEO, as well as other ways to enhance and manage your marketing. SEO is how well Google can identify you using your website as a match for what potential customers are searching for. Google and other search engines are designed for efficiency. So the more closely your website matches a customer's inquiry, and the more often those matches happen, the more efficient and optimized Google becomes at identifying you. So in a perfect world, that process just keeps repeating itself as you climb the ladder of organic ranking. That's what puts you on the front page of search results naturally and allows you to drive organic traffic to your website and organic leads to your sales team, which can save you tons of money on lead costs. The way you become that kind of match for Google and other search engines is by investing in your website. Google doesn't look at your website. It reads it and it cares how much effort it takes to read as well as how relevant the content is. That means that all the text, the landing pages, the blogs, all the information and how it's organized makes a difference. That's why I feel like it's so important to have someone in your corner who understands how that whole game is played and stays up to date when the rules of the game change. Long story short, SEO is the foundation of your marketing game. It's what you build so you can attract leads even when you aren't investing in paid search. Because it requires organized, updated, and relevant content, everyone should always be working on their search engine optimization. If you aren't delegating SEO to a dedicated employee or marketing agency, a great time to improve your SEO is during your non-peak season or prep season, like I like to call it, when you got actual time to do it. When it comes to search engine management or SEM, that includes SEO, as well as managing and improving your paid campaigns like PPC or LSA, as well as ensuring your Google My Business page is running the way that it should. It encompasses multiple marketing avenues and helps everything work together to deliver the most effective lead generating experience. At the end of the day, marketing is an investment and a long-term process. It requires active involvement, diligence, skill, and possibly most importantly, patience. If you're looking to grow your company, you'll either need to take ownership of your marketing yourself or find somebody who will and somebody who can help you. All right. On November 17th, we had Jared Borg on the show. In this episode, we dive into what it's like building a company from the ground up and having that company join a private equity team or go through a private equity acquisition. So Jared started in the pest control industry in 2001, where he knocked door to door with a small team of really high performers. After that, he started his own business, Point Pest Control in 2006. He grew Point into a successful, well-oiled machine and eventually sold it to a private equity company called Pesco. But between the beginning and the acquisition, Jared and his team focused on driving performance and leveraging growth as much as possible. 
They made significant efforts to streamline their operation over the years, creating goals that always required a higher level of commitment and depth. Jared ended up doing what Alan talks about often. He created a company that was built to be sold by creating it not to be sold. He focused on all the things that make a company worth keeping and by the same token made it equally as desirable for someone to acquire it. When Pesco and Jared met, they appreciated his skill and ability to understand what's important when it comes to building a PCC worth buying and offered to have him join the Pesco team as a partner and run their residential acquisitions team. To date, Jared and his team have done seven acquisitions and they have a few more coming up. Alan, Jared, and I discussed the business acquisition process from identifying a company worth buying and what key components to look for, as well as what criteria is needed for a successful private equity acquisition, like showing profitability, good customer and employee retention, and identifying key leaders and employees as assets, especially in the scenario where a private equity company relies on the existing employees to continue running the business. If you've ever wondered how the private equity acquisition process works, or what types of companies attract private equity, this episode is a must listen. Obviously, I'm going to have a biased opinion here, but all of these episodes provide an awesome look into some of the ways you can create value and build your PCC. Have a listen, and if you like what you hear, the best way for you to say thank you is to leave us a review. Of course, make sure you are part of the Bug Bucks Facebook group so you can connect with Alan, myself, and other PCOs. We have some really great upcoming episodes, so make sure you tune in. Everyone have a fantastic week and keep building those pest control companies. Thank you so much for listening to the Bug Bucks podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please show your support by subscribing and leaving us a five-star rating. Thank you, and we'll catch you on next week's episode.